XFM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Back at it. Here we are. Jimmy had an interesting weekend. That's probably not going to surprise many. Yeah, it's hard to com- compete with Jimmy's weekend sometimes. I, I know. It's like you just feel so lame. When you're like, you did what? Oh, I, I went to an indoor playground. Yeah, Grant just introduced new life to the world. And we're competing with Jimmy on, yeah. on how exciting our weekends were. I said to him last night, I called him up, and I'm like... Dude, we can't talk about Everything. all the shit that you, yeah, you did this week. So we'll figure out a way to deal with you know. Yeah, I don't want I don't want it to be an entire show <laughs> where we recap My Jimmy's weekend. weekend. Yeah, right. Are we at a point where we need to start warning people that we're going to be dipping our foot into the Trump waters? Uh, well, I think people should expect it because it's getting closer to the, you know, yeah. the debates are starting and everything else down south, and he's yeah. been indicted four times. And <laughs> like, I think you got to expect some of that, right? Okay, so that's happening. Yeah. Also, on this day, August twenty first, nineteen sixty seven, the Doors started recording their second album. This is off of it. People are strange. Good start to the show today. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Again, to recap, Jimmy will always have a more interesting weekend than Grant and I. Yeah, (laughs) it's no competing. Yeah. I mean, I could have a horrific accident. Grant can have children. Like, it doesn't matter what we do but, in our lives. But then Jimmy will fall and hit his head and spend the night in an ambulance. Exactly. <laughs> you are always going to outstage us on your weekends. So there was just too much this weekend mm-hmm. um, to discuss. We broke it down to two main elements, items, sort of a Sunday thing and a Saturday thing. Yeah. On Saturday, Jimmy had a combo wrestling training stripping petting zoo thing. Yes. And I know there's stories there. Okay. Obviously, yeah. Um so that's gonna be Tails and then the ongoing eye saga. Um that's, the that's gonna be heads. So I'm gonna flip a coin and okay. you're only allowed to discuss one of them. Okay. okay. Heads, ongoing eye issue, tails, the stripping, wrestling, training, petting zoo, Saturday night. Okay? All right, here we go. Okay. Heads. Okay. I want to hear about this. I want to hear about the other thing, too, but I do think we should get a health update. Did you lose your eye? I still have my eye. (laughs) No, it so looks I went, a little glassy. <laughs> it does I, look like a glass one. No, no, no. I I just finished putting drops in it because I have to put drops in every hour. But so I went. Every hour. To, <laughs> I went to Specsavers, and uh, they were awesome there. And so she looked at my eye and she says, "There's a little scratch on my cornea." So I have these one drops that I have to put in uh, every, I have to put in three times a day, and they're like an antibiotic drop. Yeah. And then I have these, uh, like just normal eye drops. So there was an infection. Not as much of an infection as it was 
just a scratch. And so what she said was happening is why it always felt like there was something in my eye is, you know, when you hurt yourself, you get a bit of a scab. Yeah. And and then you blink and it scratches it off. And then whatever that scab is, is moving around inside your eye until it gets out. Did you tell them about the Armediplot experience? Like where we unhinged something from the back they of your actually head? Did a bunch, <laughs> they actually did a bunch of tests on my, like, on my eyes, and one of which she said is a pressure test. So what that is is they blow some air yeah, on your eyes, and it's... And it, That's for glaucoma, isn't it? No, but it's. Uh, she said it's just to check the pressure of your eye. Okay. So if there is an infection or something behind your eye, there will be there'll be a pressure difference. I've so had it there, before, just in, as part of like a checkup. Yeah, yeah. It sucks. <laughs> I get it every year. Yeah. Well, and I've but got, that's the whole I've, purpose of it is to see if there's anything that's causing your pressure to change. If you had an infection behind your eye, or if we, if it was sinuses. It would, your eye pressure would be different. Okay. So you got a scratch on the old cornea. So now I have to, and then I have to go back tomorrow. For steroid. Yeah, so she's going to check the, the progress of of its working, and then she's going to give me some kind of eye drops. Steroid, steroid drops or something. All right. Ah, would have healed on its own. And and by the way, the <laughs> Dr. Locke, the Dr. Locke version of putting your eye drops in isn't necessarily recommended because it's uh, like the lie on your back and just put it in the corner and let it go across because you get well, your okay no just just let me let me explain because these I'm drops s- that i have are thick and kind of sticky so if you get a it's lot like on your on your eyebrow on your eyelash <laughs> yeah that's where you get the stickiness of okay right. well but i was watching you put drops in right and it looked like a monkey screwing a football. He's got no depth perception. Well, he didn't even have it over his head. And so I was trying to help you get drops but into it, your but eyes. But I figured out how to do it. Face. Figured out how to do it similarly to what you did. Okay. Just properly. So while you're going to the optometrist, anyways, are you going to get an eye exam? Uh, that was a discussion. Maybe get some glasses so you can see the computer screen. That was a discussion with them. Maybe so you don't just see shapes. I actually she tested my eyes. Do they sell I see white more canes? than shapes? <laughs> Specsavers too. <laughs> All right. So there you go. You'll have to wait for the update on Jimmy's right. stripling wrestling. There's no petting zoo combo. <laughs> Thought it was Another a donkey day. show. Another day. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So this latest indictment, the fourth, for Donald Trump in Georgia is looking and smelling a little bit different. This one's a RICO case. Yeah. Um, which they like use for mafia. <laughs> and so there's Isn't a lot that of things. how they got... Uh, uh, what's what's his name? Uh, Capone. No, Capone was tax evasion or whatever. Yeah. They did use this in New York quite a bit. Actually, the irony of it is uh, Rudolph Giuliani, the former you know mayor of America, mm-hmm. he was the mayor of New York, used it to curtail the, the mob situation in New York quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, um, because he was a lawyer. I learned about it. A lot from uh, 
The Sopranos. Yeah. The Sopranos talked about Rico Law a lot. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where I heard about it. So what it is, oh, I, I'm going to screw this up. So it's not, it's not just a conspiracy charge. It's a conspiracy charge as a group. So that's why they they use it to charge the mob because it's not just Jimmy doing something really really bad. It's Jimmy Locke and Grant conspired, and the three it's, of them it's organized crime, yeah. organized crime. So yeah. like a group of people. So anyway, racketeer influenced and corrupt organizations. That's Rico. So the other thing that makes this one a little bit different is that. This group that is charging him, that is responsible for um, booking and all that, seem to be, they seem to be a little bit more by the book, Mm. right? Like, they're not really letting him get away with things. Yeah. Does that make sense? I think so, yeah. Comparatively speaking to the other ones, like, I guess... He his lawyers said no. He will not be coming in. There will not be a mugshot. There will not be blah 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 fingerprinting and all that mm-hmm. on the last indictments. Right? They're giving him a little bit of uh, wiggle room because he was the you know the president in the United States of America. This time around, they're saying, and that might change. He is going to get treated like everybody else. <laughs> and one of those things is so fingerprinting. The, the height and weight and all that. And you know, I mean, people know about Trump. He's not a big fan of, of his medical information getting out there at all. No, he typically Especially will lie weight. about it. Um, yes. Like that one time that he said he was like 6'4". 220 or something like that, right? And everyone's got like, that seems a little <laughs> sketchy. <laughs> Turns out he's, I think, 6'2", actually. Uh, so, okay, here's the thing. You can now bet on this. There is, uh, and I can find the link and I can send it to you if you're interested. But odds makers are offering up prop bets on Trump's indictment in Georgia. And one of them is what his weight will be on his, on his, uh, on his, on his, <laughs> whatever they call it. His, his listing. His listings. Yeah. yeah. So I've already guessed. I've got my guess. From last week when I was doing the podcast with Dean, we started to talk about it. And I okay. said, everybody go around the horn and uh, and guess. They're doing an over-under of 273.5 pounds. And I would take the over on that all day long. And here's why. Here's why I'm taking the over. Because I'm six foot four. Mm-hmm. Minus like a quarter of an inch. You're shrinking. A half an inch. So I'm six foot three and three quarters. So if let's say he said he was six foot four on his medical thing and he lied. Yeah. So he's he lied by an inch or two. Let's say he is six foot two and a half, six foot three, whatever the case might be. Okay? And I look at pictures of him and then I look at pictures of me <laughs> and I got some weight on me. Yeah. Like I've got a bit of a shit locker here that I could I could stand to lose I'd say 15 pounds. I don't know. I, I, I don't think I'd look healthy with 20 pounds off of me. <laughs> but I could stand to lose 15 pounds for sure. And I'm 235. Like so, pretty f- consistently over the last couple of years, I've been 235. 
It's there hard. is no way that man is under 300 pounds. Well, it's hard to say because he's always in kind of baggy suits. So it's hard to tell what he's yeah, carrying all under his, there. All his suits always have uh, like the shoulder the big pads. jackets and stuff. I got 317. Uh, 317? I don't know. Yeah, when you see him in his golf wear... He, it shows a little more. Yeah. Like when he's got the tucked in shirt and stuff, he's, he's a bit bigger. So He's got two, a 40 plus pant. 273 is the over under. I'll put him at 280. I'll take the over at 280. You got 280? Even 280. Jimmy? I'd say about three. You're going to go 300 pounds even? Yeah. Okay, let's write this down because when this comes out, we'll, we'll revisit it. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he's over three bills. <laughs> Two. The locker rooms. Jimmy. Get the movies. I shall call him Minnie. It's like Minnie at the movies, but shorter. Jimmy, what movie did you watch on the weekend? Crazy Stupid Love. This guy is a lowlife. He is a womanizer. That's ironic. Hey, excuse me? <laughs> I like that one. I it enjoyed was that a movie. brilliant movie. Yeah, I really, I, cut, I really enjoyed it. There was a lot of look at us expanding old Jimmy's horizon. We knew. Just like, like there were so many parts that were just like when she, it, when he goes, oh, just think about what you want for dinner. I want a divorce. <laughs> Ryan and, Gosling, right? Yeah, Ryan Gosling. He he was he was, he was awesome. He was really good in that, right? Yeah, he was great in that. Um, teaching Steve Carell how to pick up women. Was Emma Stone Stephen Carell's daughter? daughter? daughter. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm piecing it together. I, I don't know if I ever sat down and watched this thing from uh, beginning to end, but it was a movie that my daughters loved. And then, uh, what's her name, is the babysitter that's really into Steve Carell. And she's always, she's in love with him. Yeah, and then... What's this, her name? Uh, Lilo Tipton. She's been in a few things, but... But then she, she was she, funny in she that. She played crazy well. Yeah, she yeah. does. Yeah, she, yeah but, okay. But then she, she caught the son, you know, taking care of business and uh, that like what? there was business, pleasuring himself. Okay, riding okay. the bus, as Jimmy calls it, <laughs> riding the bus. Like there was just so many parts that was just brilliantly planned. All right. So how did we get here? We were... We'll go through August here. We went Ben Stiller, Tropic Thunder, to Robert Downey Jr., to Due Date, to Zach Galifianakis, to Dinner for Schmucks, to Steve Carell, and then Crazy Stupid Love. We're doing the six degrees of separation with Jimmy at the movies. What was your rating? I gave it a four and a half out of five. Not a full five. Okay. There we go. Four and a half... Buttered cobs of Tabor corn for Jimmy at the movies today and crazy stupid love. Cruise news. Thanks to cooler wet conditions, um, fire crews were able to make some headway on the fires burning in the central Okanagan this weekend. So the fire chief um, says the wildfire battles has finally turned a corner. In the latest update, uh, the fire was about 11,000 hectares. But yeah, they were able to push it back on the front lines. Um, There are currently 500 firefighters working to get control. There in the central Okanagan. So, yeah. Yeah. Pretty crazy still, but uh, some good news, I guess, in, with the, 
the conditions were more wet this this weekend. So I worked at the Lake Okanagan Resort just the year before I went to Vancouver. Yeah, that summer before I went to Vancouver for radio school in nineteen, so it would have been ninety one. Yeah, and so I I I left Castlegar in the middle of the school year because I was like. I don't know what I'm doing. Why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. And I drove to Kelowna with a friend of mine, uh, Randy. And Randy <laughs> and I went to the Lake Okanagan Resort <laughs> and tried to get jobs there. And I got a job and he didn't. And they, they didn't. They, they wouldn't they, hire a guy named Randy. No. <laughs> <laughs> but they hired a Lachlan. Lachlan's fancy. It's European. Yeah. It's European. <laughs> European. So anyway, Randy, I don't know where he went. He's on the island now, so maybe he moved right d- directly to the island. He works on the railroad. Um, anyway, Randy took off, and I stayed, and there was nobody in the resort. Um, they gave me a restaurant. They put me in the restaurant, but before the, the resort even opened, it was like a month. I cleaned rooms in the hotels to get them ready. Oh yeah, for like because they they lay dormant all winter. It wasn't the season yet. It wasn't the season yet. So I spent a whole bunch of time. We lived in Atco trailers out there. It was a very memorable summer for me. Mm. I um I loved that job. It was weird. It because of the collection of people. Right. It was just bizarre. There was a lot of uh, drug use. Like yeah. Yeah, see that. Yeah, it was heavy, uh, hard drugs too. Oddly, hmm. something I hadn't experienced before. Um, and then I spent a summer there. But I saw pictures. People were sending me pictures of the fires in Kelowna, and one of one of the you know one of them was that resort burning down right to the ground. Yeah, that thing is gone. The Lake Okanagan Resort is uh, one of the many, many properties that are completely destroyed in West Kelowna. So, so I know people are hearing about these these fires and and they're hearing about you know uh, the toll it's taking and and things like that. But this Kelowna fire is is very significant. When I saw yeah. the videos from the beach in Kelowna and they were showing West Kelowna um, across the lake, on I'm like, holy. Like I used to drive into town back and forth. There's a ton of houses along the yeah. water back there, right? And that was 1991. Yeah, I'm sure it's expanded a lot since then. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's hard to compare, but how would you compare that to, like, Fort Mac and all that? Well, that again, like, that, that was a similar situation. We were disconnected from it, right? Like, yeah. I remember when the the staff from our radio stations in Fort McMurray came down here and then they were like staying with people from the radio station and they were working here and sort of our lives sort of crossed paths. Yeah. Talking to them in the hallways gave you a better sense of what that fire was and yeah. the devastation. Like, again, we're we're disconnected from it, right? Yeah, because it's so, not affecting our lives per se. That's yeah, so we're, we're going on living our lives. Sometimes it's those things like seeing a resort that you used to work at burnt to the ground that kind of makes you realize, like, oh, wow, this is... And that was, that was Saturday for me. his home, yeah. I was like, I knew it was bad, and I yeah. knew it wasn't good, and I know BC's in trouble right now, but then when you start seeing a building you worked at, that you have very fond memories of go up in flames. Yeah. I mean, some of us, are, you know, are at a donkey show on Saturday night and completely <laughs> disconnected from the rest of the world. <laughs> donkey show. On Friday, right after the show, the three of us went to Mel, Dark Side of the Grills, place. Yeah. 
and he barbecued some stuff for us. We had a couple of drinks, sat down, ate some really good barbecue. Follow him on Instagram. He's a great follow. Dark side of the grill. We were sitting around having beers, and I don't know what it is. I usually am pretty good at sniffing out anyone that's lying or fibbing or telling a... But I... I can't do it with Mel. Because <laughs> I don't think he's fibbing. I don't think he is either. Like the whole But he has been he's messed with me a couple but he, of times. He's a storyteller. So I'm sure there's a I mean, you're familiar with exaggeration. Yeah, you right? know, you you know, don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. So I think there's obviously some of that, but I think everything is based in He's not messing with you. Okay, so he was telling me about using udder cream. So I guess farmers use it on um, when they're milking cows. They Uh use it on udders. And apparently he has been using it on his nut sack. (laughs) (laughs) And he was talking about how not only is does it get rid of wrinkles, and it's nice, soft, and supple, but that it also tightens him up. And he was dead serious. Like, I could not tell if he was messing with me, to the point where I posted it on Twitter. Okay, and that did not help at all. <laughs> because some people were like, "No, no, no, he's messing with you." And then other people were like, "No, no, there is st- I don't know what he's using, but there are creams out there that are in the same vein yeah. as farmers. Like there was one called Bag Bomb or something that they posted, <laughs> and apparently it's very similar to the uh the cream that they use on udders at farms for cows so that there's no chafing and that kind of stuff. Anyway, um yeah, see everything I find looking it up and I literally typed in udder cream for testicles just to make sure. It says, "Yeah, you can do it, but nothing talks about a tightening. It just talks He's about saying if that you're it's- chapped, you're chafing, anything like that. If the skin is a little rough, um, but nothing nothing on there says that it will take them from dangling down to the water and then bring them back into your body. So I, um, again, I'm still very confused by whether or not there is a product out there that is similar to this and whether or not it actually tightens. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, if anybody has any, am I opening up the wrong door here? Well, I don't know. Maybe you'll learn something. The last time we talked about farm-related like medications and things like that, I yeah. did hear from a couple of farmers, right? Like people that actually... So is this a thing? Utter cream for cows, if you use it on your testes, does it tighten them up? Asking for a friend. <laughs> By the way, I did open a door I didn't need to open with Mel. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Guess what he sent me? What? Pictures? (laughs) And Before and afters? No, he just sent a picture of... Hmm. Yeah. 
Didn't need to see your, that this your morning. Your friendship's on a new level now, yeah. Okay, earlier we were talking about Mel from Dark Side of the Grill. He does our barbecue tips. We got another one coming up this Thursday. We taped it on Friday, and he mentioned that he uses a certain product on his... <laughs> and we're phoning him to find out if he was kidding or not. Hey, guys, how you doing? <laughs> That's, you ruined my day. That's today. the most low key I've ever heard you. <laughs> <laughs> how how are we doing today, boys? Doing good. I have a question. We were at your house on Friday, and then yes. Lachlan and I left, and Jimmy stayed for a little bit longer. And he's claiming that you exposed yourself to him. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say exposed, but it's really low. I don't know. <laughs> Like you may have seen, it just happened. Like he came out of the house in in his bathrobe, ready for the hot tub. (laughs) (laughs) That did happen. Yeah. So there's that. (laughs) I saw something this morning. This morning. There you go. See. Yeah. Yeah. You're trying to show that utter cream does work to tighten the boys. Yeah, I don't need to work. see it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm post. Oh, hold on. You can't post <laughs> it was that. one of those di- uh, disappearing photos. Oh, you smart. can only see it <laughs> once. Smart. <laughs> that's not his it's first a good rodeo. Thing. I got a that's screenshot it. of it. <laughs> okay, so here's my question to you, Mel. Yes. Okay. Yes. You brought up something on Friday when we were taping our last barbecue tip with you, brought to you by okay. Backyard Girls. That you use utter cream on your testicles, which is a cream that um, farmers use for chafing when they're milking cows. Correct. And you claimed that not only does it make your undercarriage soft and supple, that it gets rid of wrinkles, and that it also tightens them up. Yes. Absolutely no one is (laughs) Backing backing you up. Oh, no, I, I, I totally believe that because I was lying through my teeth. There See, we go. that's what there I... There we go. So you don't use utter cream on your... Absolutely not. I'm an adult. That's so weird. <laughs> I thought you were serious. Well, yeah, man, Grant, did you... I did thought you, you were serious, yeah. Locke, if you're going to buy it, man, I'm going to sell it all day long. All right. Ah, oh, there goes a, a wasted Locke, Twitter post. Locke spent a lot of money on utter cream this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and he canceled his uh, sack jack surgery. Yeah. That's, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> I don't believe you. I think you put something on there that farmers you, use. You farmers never know. Use. It's called horseradish. Come on. Ukrainian. That's it. Don't put horseradish on your nuts. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, uh, go about your day. Right on, guys. All right. When do you when do you go to Australia? Uh, five hours. Oh, you're leaving today. Right away. Yep. Okay. Well, we'll keep an eye on your posts on Instagram. Dark side of the grill, Mel. Thank you. Hey, have a great day, guys. All See right. ya. See, I can't tell. I can't I read them. He was being real. I yeah. cannot read them. Now, I wonder if he actually listens to the Top Gun soundtrack when he's getting it on now. That I believe. (laughs) He seems that way. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. Bit of an awkward situation for Kid Rock over the weekend. Uh, This has gone viral because he was photographed at a concert drinking... Bud Light. 
Of course, this is big news because just months ago, uh, Kid Rock made a big deal out of Bud Light's advertising, and he shot a case of it with a machine gun saying he'd never drink Bud Light again. He had to know that a picture of him then drinking Bud Light would be valuable, no? It's so awkward, too. It's like it's like when your buddy breaks up with their partner and they come over to your house for drinks and you spend the entire night trash-talking their ex to make them feel better. <laughs> and then a week later, they're back together. And a few months later, you're going to their wedding. <laughs> and for Kid Rock, I get it. Because, you know, I've been out before at events and you don't want to drink the black ice beer, but it's the only beer available, so of course you're going to drink it. We've all been there before. We've been in that situation. But like I said, he should have known that people would be looking for him, a picture of him drinking Bud Light after he made such a big deal about never drinking it again. Put a beer koozie over it. Pour it into a glass. Do something. Next, you're going to tell me that Kid Rock didn't actually grow up in a trailer. And his last name isn't actually Rock. The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise. You won't believe the variety of shirts, hats, fanny packs, and more. Text us now for the link to shop. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Remember when we first started talking about Tesla's Cybertruck? Yeah, that was years ago now, right? It was a couple of years at least, right? Um, he announced that, yeah, when he came out and he tried to, this glass is, yes, you can't break it. And then he smashed it. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have a memory of what that vehicle looked like that was on stage? Oh yeah. Yeah. So am I wrong? The vehicle that they're shipping now, cause I've seen some pictures of it. It was on like on the back of a truck and I saw a headline, Tesla starts shipping the cyber truck and it does not look like the same vehicle that was on stage. Does again. it look a little different? It looks way lower profile. Oh. Uh-huh. And it doesn't look like a truck. It just looks like one of his cars with, with more corners, hmm. like straighter edges. Because, like, this is what it looks like on the webpage. See? It does look a little lower than it did at first. Yeah. That does not look like the vehicle that he smashed the window out of. It looks a little more low profile, yeah. Still looks like ridiculous. <laughs> it still looks crazy, yes. Yeah, it still looks insane. Um, I still want one. I don't know why. For how absurd it is. I'm so ex- ex- intrigued by this stupid car. It's 39 grand. That was the um, original price, US, which is, what is that, 152 Canadian? <laughs> so thir- like 39 grand. And it's now apparently closer to fifty grand U.S. Well, Canadian that would be fifty two thousand dollars, but but th- yeah, yeah, no, you're not getting it for. Th- and they'll probably That'll ship be very basic, and yeah, they'll probably ship to the states way before they start shipping to Canada. So I don't think we're going to see these things anytime soon. Um, they have lots of production issues with this one, and it was supposed to be out this time, and da da da. But you know somebody that's on the list for one, right? Well, yeah, because um, it's only one hundred and fifty dollars, and you can be right now too. I'm looking at it right now, um, so you got to pay a hundred and fifty dollar um, down payment on it to pre-order your Cyber Truck. You can do that on their webpage. 
Um, and then they'll hold you one, I guess. But who knows when you'll actually get it, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I wonder why it's taking so long to get this thing out there. I think it's because he stole my design from high school. This what? is Jimmy, Minecraft. This is Jimmy's theory. <laughs> it looks like the vehicles from the old GoldenEye that used to play on the, the Nintendo 64. I, uh, me, me and a buddy, we did, we designed a vehicle, and we drafted it all up and had, and it was How able to... How did you guys have time to do that with all the sex you must have been having? <laughs> yeah, uh, we had a lot of sex in grade nine. Um... <laughs> But shocking, you're not more successful. <laughs> no, it was like it looked exactly like this. The only difference is, is ours had a turret on it. I'm gonna need to see some proof. I, I'm still trying to find that stuff from school. All right, call Edward. Maybe he has it. Edward, <laughs> you're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Ninety five seven Cruise FM. Can see see a call from Martin Roof Systems roof giveaway. Nominations are ending. Morning, guys. How's it going? Good, good. We're just making sure we're highlighting the deadline for submissions for the Arden Roof Systems annual roof giveaway. Stacy, It's this Friday. Okay, all right. And then this weekend, we'll go through the nominations. We'll pick our top five. They'll go up on the webpage next week, and then listeners are voting on their favorite story, right? Yeah, exactly. So voting the top five makes it onto the website early in the morning of the 28th. And then we invite all the listeners and everybody to uh, head over there, read the stories and pick which one they feel is the most deserving. And then uh, we make the grand announcement with you guys on Friday morning. Friday, September 1st, I believe, right? Yes. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there's still time, though, to get a deserving family in on the nominations for the for the free roof. Exactly. Lots of time yet. We have all this week there to uh, see if we can uh, get some more nominations, some more entries. And uh, I'm sure there's still lots of people out there that really need some help. So um, if you know anyone, don't be afraid. Pipe up, you know, put in a, a, a submission. And again, remember, if you're nominating someone uh, with the new privacy acts, um, when they get nominated and the nomination is submitted, the person that they're nominated will also get an email with a release oh, that they have to sign yeah, yeah. in order to allow them to be entered in because some people might say, hey, I don't want that. So technically you can't do it. So if you are going to nominate somebody, and I know you might want to make it a surprise, but still reach out to that person, tell them to keep yeah. an eye on their email and get that release signed and get it in. And that actually helps them qualify. All right. Awesome. You know what? It's, it's one of those things that people they're, it's not going to be top of list, especially if you're struggling, right? Like if you yeah. need a new roof, it's going to be one of the last things you do, right? Mm -hmm. Like because of mm -hmm. the of the cost. And you guys, every year, you go into a family, someone's home, and you fix their roof for free. So it's it's unbelievable mm -hmm. what you're doing. You know what? We talk a lot about how to help out. And I think everybody, um, you know, struggles with what their role is in, in the world. Like, do I give blood? Do I give cash? Does the cash go to the right place? Um, you know what? You're finding a way to give back and, and you know you're helping out the community because you're actually in the community. 
It is, and and at the same time, you know, when you're going through tough times and your your home is kind of falling in dire need of some TLC, yeah. it's things like that that can just add to the stress when you're at home. You know, people yeah, no have kidding. so much stress when they're at work. They have so much stress to pay bills, and then next thing you know, it rains and they've got a roof leak, and now there's more stress. You yeah. know, people can deal with everyday things a, a lot easier when they know that the home that they go to that their family is in is a lot more secure. You're a good man, Stacey. Thank you very much, okay? Have a great day, guys. Talk soon. We'll talk soon. Take care. Grant, can you go over the deadlines again and maybe give out the webpage? Yeah, so you have until this Friday, August 25th, to uh, nominate yourself or someone for that new roof, and uh, then the top five will be picked, and uh, we'll start the voting on... Um, Monday, August 28th, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, okay. so you can just go to 957cruisefm.ca or ardentroofsystems.com. This is Show Local Some Love. We are joined by Jennifer from Avalon Dental. Jennifer is the marketing and design representative, as well as many other things uh, from Avalon. Thank you for joining us, Jennifer. Thanks for having us. Let's get started with this. Avalon is not just a place to get your teeth cleaned. It's so much more, right, Jennifer? Absolutely. Yeah. Avalon, we like to think of it as kind of like a one-stop shop for your oral health and wellness needs. I'm told you deal with sleep apnea. How do I, how can I tell whether or not I have sleep apnea? Um, well, typically we, we do start with it with a screening process. So um, as dentists, you know, we can, we can certainly help with uh, treat the symptoms of sleep apnea. We can't diagnose sleep apnea, so we do need to work with your medical professional as well. But what we do for you at our office is start with a consultation um, with our doctor. And in that consultation with some screening questions and some further investigation, typically we land at um, most patients require a sleep study. So we can facilitate that sleep study. It's a take-home study. It's a lot easier than being hooked up to all the tubes and, and machines. We do have, um, you know, a couple of different uh, options for you there. And uh, we do the testing at home. Um, we take those reports, we get them interpreted by a respirologist, and that respirologist gives the working diagnosis, which we can work with your medical professional to get you the actual sleep apnea diagnosis. But best part of what we do here is we help treat the symptoms of sleep apnea. So quality of sleep equals quality of life. Let's just say that Jimmy can wake up an entire neighborhood. <laughs> Jimmy, is that true? We have recordings uh, of it. There is recordings. Yeah. And it, I just stood outside his apartment building and recorded him snoring one night. Spectacular, Jennifer. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Jimmy, I'm going to say your first step is coming in to see us here at Avalon Dental and meet with one of our doctors and let them uh, let them walk you through the process. But um, certainly, you know, snoring is a sign of obstruction. Um, if you snore, it doesn't always mean there's sleep apnea present, but typically if you if you have obstruction while you're asleep, you're not getting proper air. You're not getting a quality of sleep. You may not even realize it. Um, things like waking up with headaches, dry mouth, a sore neck, even just finding that fatigue during the day where you start to lag around lunchtime. Um, all of that can contribute to how well are you sleeping and really how well are you breathing. Now, I'm in my early 50s. Is it too late for me to get my dog teeth fixed? 
(laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. No, it's never too late. I mean, um, I think that uh, we see a lot of patients, you know, even even senior citizens stepping into things like orthodontics or Ah. whitening. Um, Really, it's just about, you know, what makes you happy and are you proud of your smile? You know, does it bring you confidence? And is your oral health in check? You know, we're here to also make sure that, you know, your oral health does step into your physical health and we're here to help make sure that you feel best going into whatever phase of life that might be. This might seem like an odd question, but it isn't an important one for me. (laughs) Is parking free at Avalon Dental? Absolutely. Yeah, we have a lovely, lovely facility here in kind of South Southeast Edmonton, I'd say. We're just off the White Mud on Roper Road, and our facility is is large, but we have ample parking out front. Uh, Most of our patients love the sign because even if you park around the side of the building, we have arrows that follow, say, almost there, keep going, and when you get to the door, you're welcome to Avalon Dental with a smile. And go check out the place. It's a beautiful establishment. We should also mention, Jennifer, the webpage. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, Web address, we're looking at, you can go to avalon-dental.ca. On our website, we do, you know, list all of our services. You can meet the team, see the different doctors, um, and some of the fun stuff we do here. Now, I know currently for all of our new patients, we are offering either a complimentary electric toothbrush or a whitening kit. And we have a couple of fun contests as well. So back to school, you can enter for a draw to win a back to school uh, backpack, all full of all sorts of goodies. And if you visit our social media pages, we do also have a current refer a friend promotion. And uh, if you want to enter, tag a friend in the comments, you have unlimited entries into that contest. And so if you want to visit our social media, either Facebook or Instagram, you'll find that there. And our website gives, you know, all sorts of information on how we help best help treat you um, as a patient, new or existing. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Makes you seem pretty put together by comparison, hey? Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.